a, a sexy stiff arm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm, I'm, okay, so you're locked in a room, okay? Okay. You're locked in a room, there's a small hatch in the wall. Okay, I don't think Lewis is going to fare very well with this, but you're locked in a room, there's a small hatch in the wall. Every few seconds, a rat runs out, okay? This room is sealed, yeah. And, okay. and, and every a small no little hatch. Door. No, it's quite dark. No, it's it's well lit room actually. So you can well lit. Yeah. Just this room. Could it be this room? It could be this room. All doors shut. Okay. Also, this is a, there's a technical thing in this. You don't ha- you don't Lewis. I know what you're like. You'll just try and get your way around this conversation. Okay? okay. It's for the show. How big is the hatch? It doesn't matter. The rats are coming in. Okay. Multiple rats or you, just one rat? A rat every few seconds. Please listen. Okay. Great. A rat is coming in every few seconds. You're in a well-lit room, which has sealed off. The rats haven't eaten for a few days. How, long, how many rats can you take before they take you down? Well, here's, here's what I would do. I, you'd stand by the hatch and just stomp. I, I would kill a rat, every rat as it came through. Yeah, but then how long can you last for? You have, you're not getting out of this room unless you can fit through the hatch up the tube of the rats that are coming down. Could I fit through it? No. It's oh. the size of a rat, which is probably the size of your arm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How many rats... Right, here's the thing. How many rats could I eat? No. Is that, is that the question here? <laughs> wow, they, they'd be running back up the hatch. I'd be terrified of you. <laughs> no, how many rats could you kill before they eat you? Well, rats aren't going to eat me. They're very hungry, and you're the only thing in the room with them. They will eventually. Okay. They, they might eat me when I'm this dead. Is, not this, this is what I was talking about. This is what I was talking about. I'm doing this to the wrong people. Welcome to show eight <laughs> of the An Englishman NFL podcast. I think that's what it's called. Um, yeah, welcome. Uh, housekeeping, Ben, injury report. Injury report. This week is the tight end special. Um, so Tyler Eifert, um, at the very least, fractured his ankle. Mm-hmm. We saw it happen on TV. Ian didn't quite realise until we all said, look at his foot. I was like, <laughs> and he hurt his back out. again. And now I realised his foot was um, north. Yes, and you could see, you could definitely see what looked like a bone yes. protruding out at the end of a sock is great Whoa. um so he's probably done for the season you'd Lewis imagine would have struggled yeah oh, i could not cope if you pass out looking at your own dislocated finger <laughs> we were eating lasagna at the time as well like we'd just started eating tea yeah that's been eating like fried chicken on the bone though can you imagine that? yeah that was like, a tough one that was a tough time Ooh. i don't know whether mm. it was his ankle or his hair that made me feel more queasy <laughs> <laughs> yeah he had a gross mullet he bought it on himself um so tyler eifert's out oj howard left his game against the bears with a knee injury um he's going for an mri today which is monday day of recording um to low kind of the severity of that so there'll be an update on that i assume some point later in the week um, and Gronk left the game for the Patriots <laughs> against the Dolphins. I don't really know what that was about, but I know no, he left the game. Did not. Um, and obviously Evan Ingram looks like he's going to be out for probably two or three more weeks with his knee injury. Um, Which adds to the, from a fancy point of view, the already poor year of the tight end. Yes. So outside of Ertz and Kelsey. Players and um, but you did, you did have a couple of uh, sleeper tight ends step up. Uh, this week in Trey yeah. Burton and George Kittle. So, you know, things it's aren't true. all bad. So, yes, lots of uh, injured tight ends. So, now we're going to go on to our Chosen 22, which is our sort of show dream team, uh, where we pick some of the players we really like, sometimes for unreasonable reasons, um, and <laughs> we have them in our team. Uh, so, Ben's going to whiz through the team, and then we're going to bring up some changes we're going to make. Great. Chosen 22, Pat Mahomes is our quarterback. Um, we swapped out Russell Wilson last week. We still got Zeke at running back. We've got Antonio Brown, wide receiver one, but we are chopping him out for Michael Thomas because Michael Thomas is playing better and is catching everything that's thrown his way and is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry Fitzgerald is still a wide receiver two and he will be forever because he's an incredible human being. 
um, and is the only good player on the Cardinals right now because they hate David Johnson. Um, Calvin Ridley is a wide receiver three. Um, we swapped him out the other week for DJ Moore because um, Calvin Ridley's been the better rookie, and I like it. Um, Evan Engram um, was our tight end, mm-hmm. um, but we're taking him out now, and we're putting George Kittle in because Evan Engram is injured and George Kittle is playing and is playing well, which is good. Um, offensive line, David Bakhtiari left tackle, Marshall Yonder left guard, Jason Kelsey at centre, Zach Martin at right guard, Mike McGlinchey at right tackle. And then moving on to the defence, we've got William Jackson the third at cornerback alongside Marshall and Lattimore. Um, we did have Jamal Adams at strong safety for the Jets. We've replaced him now with Derwin James for the Chargers, um, who again has been amazing. He stepped up um, in his rookie season has been awesome. Uh, Kevin Byard is alongside him at free safety. And then we're playing a 3-4 defensive front. So our two inside linebackers are Luke Keekley and Jalen Smith. Our two outside linebackers are Miles Garrett. And it was Matt Judon, Ian's blessed son. <laughs> no <laughs> real reason. You probably don't even know who he is. Just outrageous love for Matt Judon. But he's been replaced by JJ Watt, who's looking like he's putting together some really good form for the Texans. Good to see him healthy and destroying teams which is yeah. great he's had five sacks in two weeks so. yeah which is great um, Calais Campbell uh, defensive tackle along with Aaron Donald and Michael Pierce there's our chosen 22 brilliant updated awesome so that is us updated on our chosen 22 um, it's been one of those weeks where there's a few players I'm looking at now and I'm thinking okay we haven't checked up on these guys so I think next week there'll be more changes as well um, yeah, we're not really paying much attention to offensive line. Stuff. No, yeah, <laughs> and even like Jalen Smith, how I have no idea how he's doing this year. So I need to like we need to do a little bit more. For yeah, that. For but sure. we don't want to do too many changes in each week. I've always been crazy. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Ben, do you have a start of the week? I do. Okay, Haskell, okay, and it's great. Mm. Oh, I love it. So Ooh. Mitch Trubisky threw six touchdown passes for the Bears against the Bucks, um, becoming the second youngest player ever to do it. Okay, the youngest, Pat Mahomes in week two. <laughs> really? Yeah. Incredible. What a season year you've had so young, far. Co- year of a quarterback. Just year of the pass. Everybody. Is... Like, and the other one, yeah, absolutely. The other one that I saw was that, um, so, what's his name? There was a whole, I can't remember who, who it was. There was a Hall of Fame quarterback whose pass rating for his career, his average pass rating for his career was like 92.4, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Yeah. And at the minute the average quarterback rating across the all of the NFL as of right now across all 32 teams is like 93. Yeah. So basically everybody is now a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And we spoke about it in one of the last shows we've done, um, just how the like running backs, you know, unless you are receiving the ball from the backfield, you are not as valuable. Or you're Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I mean, like, look at Jordan Howard. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, he's, sure. but he's receiving the ball out of that yeah, field. So like, so like, look at Jordan Howard, who's a player who doesn't notoriously get it passed to him. He's struggling in that, at the moment to get the to get on the field and to make anything really worthwhile happen. Um, whereas these guys who are like um, Avon Kamara, McCaffrey, players like that, Gurley, Gordon, they are just running riot. Um, yeah, and it is, it's such a it's been a very bizarre start to the season for me I think it's it's really different it's been really fantastic but it's very different to what we've seen before I think for, for a long time people have said oh the NFL is a passing league and the stats haven't really borne it out mm. until now yeah. this is like solidifying the this perspective that the NFL is a passing league and it's run by quarterbacks and part of that as we kind of discussed briefly last week has been influenced by 
um, defensive rules and stuff like that. Um, and so roughing the passer stuff and defensive pass interference stuff, it's getting harder and harder to play legal NFL defense. Yeah. Um, but it means that it's higher scoring games, which fundamentally for the NFL is good for business because it's what fans like. Yep. Awesome. So we're going to go into some of the games uh, and it was quite a high scoring week. So we'll get into some of that. Um, so this is our game recaps where Lewis puts 90 seconds on the timer and me and Ben do our best to review the weekend's games. Um, obviously, we don't talk about the Monday night game because we are recording on a Monday. Um, and this week, uh, we had uh, our first bye teams for the, for the year. Um, so week four, we had the Redskins and the Panthers on bye. Um, so we won't be talking about either of them. So, Ben, Vikings-Rams. Vikings-Rams, Thursday night football. Uh, Rams moved to 4-0, beating the Vikings 38-31. Um, in a game where they scored 34 points between them in the second quarter. Just, again, another shootout. And we've had, over the past few weeks, we've had a lot of really high-scoring games on both sides. It's not necessarily been blowouts. Mm. Both teams scored lots of points. This is another one of those. Um, Jared Goff ended up with 465 yards and five touchdowns. Um, and, And really, the Rams are the scariest team in the NFL right now because they'll just beat you whatever they, whatever way they want. Mm. Um, they've got all of the weapons on offense. They're three wide receivers right now, uh, blowing everybody else out of the water, yeah. kind of solidifying, like moving up now to become probably the best wide receiver core in football. They've got Todd Gurley out of the backfield who can run and he can catch. Um, and on paper, they've got a defense that can shut you out if they want to. And so if they're not firing offensively, they can still step up and... Uh, you know, win win based on defense on special teams, um, and it was it was one of those games of I I tried to stay up and watch it on Thursday night, and I watched the first two drives where both teams went and scored touchdowns. And I was like, that's what kind of game this is going to be. Yeah, just lots of back and forth stuff, um, and it was except for the fourth quarter where the only points were a, a field goal for the Vikings, and so it was more or less settled by the third quarter. But lots of points, and the Vikings defense is. Worryingly bad. <laughs> Did uh, Griffin uh, Griffiths Griffiths mm. play? Everson no. Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, no, so. he had he had some mental health stuff. Kind yeah, of went down so he didn't play in a week. Yeah. No, um, but like particularly in pass coverage, the Vikings defense was not good. So Ian Bengals Falcons. So the Bengals beat the Falcons. Sorry. No worries. I'll crack on. So the Bengals uh, beat the Falcons 37-36 in Atlanta. Um, Andy Dalton led the Bengals to a very impressive win as well. Um, It was a shootout from the first moment. Dalton threw for 337 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. He always loves to get one interception. Hmm. Uh, We'll talk about Derek Carr later on. He loves to get two or more. Um, So um, Bernard's in for mixing at the moment. He had two rushing touchdowns. Um, but as Ben mentioned in the injury report, the game was sort of overshadowed for a moment anyway for the Tyler Eifert injury. Um, and it's such a shame because he's come back from some um, injuries over like last two, two and a half seasons. And he gets yeah. back and I was reading something the other day and they're saying they're slowly introducing him he back into the offense, play better, yeah, yeah. playing him more and more, putting him, involving him more. And now he's out and he's a key player for them they, and they will miss him. Um, they do have a couple of other good tight ends, but that is a big loss for them. Um, so the Falcons have conceded 122 points over the first four weeks of the season. Um, which is not surprising when you actually look at the injuries that they've taken to the defense. Yeah, for sure. Um, but in reality, you can't actually see this changing soon. And when you think that they're one and three, it's like it's worrying for their season. They're in, a, they're in a division with the Saints and the Panthers, who do look quite solid. Obviously, Saints have defensive issues themselves, but the Panthers, I think, actually look very good. Um, and as a whole team, look quite even. Um, they have a great D. I, yeah. As the thing he hasn't gone, is it? 
No, I'm no. very paranoid about this <laughs> now. Now it has. What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> Sound effects. <laughs> For, whilst <laughs> on Bengals Falcons very quickly, since 1940, mm-hmm. teams scoring 36 or more points at home with zero turnovers are 402 and 4. So that's 402 wins against four losses if you score 36 more points at home with zero turnovers. The Falcons are now 0-2 since last week. They've done it twice in a row and have lost twice, which means that half of those losses belong to Atlanta. That's amazing. Of those four, the Falcons have two in two weeks. That's crazy. Wow. Insane. Uh, I had two other things to say as well. The Bengals have a great run game. It doesn't matter who's playing in there. Uh, yeah. Averaging 4.3 yards of rush. Tyler Boyd looks incredible. Helps AJ Green. Um, and with that very serviceable D, the Bengals look very good this year. Yeah. I so, agree. Ben, Bucks, Bears. Uh, this was a big old blowout for the Bears 48 10 over the Bucks. Um, the Fitz magic is over. Um, he was pulled oh, at half time. I know, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> it, didn't last, it didn't last very long. He's no. taken off at half time. <laughs> you, you've cursed him. Sorry. It was the one time you called him Fitzmagic and then he was terrible. Yes. Um, it, it was kind of expected for him to come back down to earth against a Bears defense that, with the addition of Khalil Mack, is just terrifying. Right and now. we have seen worse from a quarterback this year. It, it felt harsh. Yeah. They were waiting to do it anyway. They, were looking, they weren't looking for an excuse to bring Winston back in, but you always mm. felt that as good as Fitzpatrick had been playing over the first three weeks, that there was his leash was still relatively short. And indeed it was. Um, Winston came in at halftime managed to drag them to a touchdown in the fourth quarter. But this was just a game where the Bears had their way. Mitch Trubisky threw six touchdowns. The problem for me with that is it felt a bit misleading because the Bucks' defense is awful. Mm. It's so, so bad. They made Trubisky, who as up until this game has been pretty average. They made him look like a pro bowler. Mm-hmm. They made him look like an insanely good quarterback. And as much as Trubisky has some good tools, he isn't a six-touchdown-a-game quarterback. No. <laughs> they were bigging um, up the um, Bucks D to be quite a serviceable D this year as well. And they didn't, it hasn't yeah, they've been saying that for a few years now. Like, Dirk Kerr will come out and say, oh, we've got a good defense this year, so we'll put, the, put it on Winston's back and we'll do and then the defense just falls apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it did again today, and the Bucks now, two and two, Bears move to three and one. Brilliant. Okay, we are having some bizarre tunes happening, so... Minor technical to issues. save me putting anything on the YouTube edit, you just have, <laughs> you have to deal with it this year, this week. Sorry. Um, so Lions, Lions Cowboys. Cowboys. So the Lions lost twenty six twenty four to the Cowboys in Dallas. Um, oh, do you know what? I really decided yesterday, and people don't hate me. I'm re- I am sorry. I just don't like the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I don't like watching them play, and I don't like their uniforms. Most things about them, I just don't know why. I just don't <laughs> like them. Um, but they've been boring yeah they are just a bit years. boring to watch and and they just don't have a lot of potential uh so anyway the cowboys right. killed the clock and kicked a late field goal um which was their fourth of the game which just summed them up a little bit anyway uh so they moved to two and two um uh, uh, after this win against the lions and the lions dropped to one and three um zeke elliott ran for a season high 152 yards and 25 attempts for the cowboys well pressed got through two touchdowns for 255 yards which is is the best game of the season so far, really. 
Um, carry on Johnson again, continue to have his breakout, which I'm very excited about. Good he, news. he is crammed in a backfield with Blunt, who's goal line uh, back, and then Riddick, who is a passer catching back. So it's because the Lions don't know what they're doing no. with an actual competent but running back. Johnson <laughs> Johnson's always going to have that fight. Uh, whereas you look at someone like Kamara, who has sort of similar skill set to him, obviously more elite, um, but he gets given all the keys for every door. Uh, whereas carry on Johnson doesn't with Ingram coming back from Kamara I do mm. see his numbers dropping a tiny bit he's still incredible I get that um, so carry on actually started the game with a 36 yard rush which really set them up for a good game uh, <laughs> but the Cowboys just had too much on them and the rushing game was the difference between two teams so Ben Bills and Packers Bills and Packers the Bills are terrible again yay after they destroyed Minnesota which made no sense at all <laughs> the weirdest game of last week destroying Minnesota came to Green Bay and were very not good mm. um, the Green Bay defense stepped up and this was I think this was Josh Allen's no it would have been his second start wouldn't it because he started against yeah. Minnesota um, but he looked if if you think that Josh Allen was serviceable last week he looked like the Josh Allen that a lot of scouts were saying he was, like very raw, wasn't really reading stuff, held on to the ball too long, threw a couple picks, had a fumble, just not a good game for the Bills at all. Shut out, 22-0 against Green Bay. And and the Packers didn't really need to do anything. Um, the good thing for them, for me, for the Packers, is that Rodgers looked like he could run a bit more. He ended up with 30-something yards. His knee just looks like it's getting a little bit better. Because obviously we saw last week where he, he had an issue with his hamstring as well as his knee, so it looked like he wasn't quite as mobile. He looked a lot more fluid this week. Um, Aaron Jones is back, so from a fancy perspective, rest in peace, Jamal Williams, because yeah. um, Aaron Jones is just fundamentally a better running back. And so Williams will get a lot of work like in pass protection and stuff, but Jones is just so much better um, as a running back. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't really a very exciting game. It was just, you know, Packers got out to an early lead, 16 nothing at halftime and, and never really let it go. Bills just weren't able to muster anything. It's amazing how um, Rodgers is playing on this knee. Like, he, makes he's no just sense. transcendent. He is someone else. And he's it's incredible. quite insane. I love him very much. Uh, Texans, Colts, Ian. So the, oh man. Another overtime game. <laughs> yeah, another overtime game. Lewis, we are, so I was talking to Lewis before the show and he was saying uh, it's quite hard to tie. And I was like, yeah, it is. We've had two this year, which I think is an NFL record. Quite I think it's tying a record, yeah. Whatever. Well, last night, basically, the Colts should have played for a tie. Um, but they I disagree with that. They yes. went for it on fourth, uh, fourth down in overtime, right at the end, and absolutely failed. Um, so the Texans went on to get a field goal late in the game to get a 37-34 win over the Colts. Um, the Houston D had four sacks as well, so two more for JJ Watt, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, so five on the season for him. And they also had a fumble recovery for a touchdown from Jadevion Clowney um, after an absolute hashed uh, snap from the Colts. Basically, just, the Texans just jumped in and it got a very easy touchdown. Uh, also, after last week's chat about Andrew Luck's terrible arm bringing on Brissett to, take, uh, to do the Hail Mary, uh, Luck had a... Uh, they, did, they gave him a Hail Mary this week, which is brilliant <laughs> yeah. to see. And it, and it made it to the end zone. And to be fair, it was, it it was, was definitely catchable, but no one was near it. It was catchable, it. but it, yeah, it was in completely wrong half of the field. <laughs> but he's obviously... They had a chat this week and said, I need to show people that I still have an arm. They need to fear yeah. me. And he did. Still has a poor uh, 7.5 yards per attempt this he threw season. Ball 62 times. He threw the ball 62 Man. times, which is unbelievable, uh, for 464 yards and four touchdowns. Had a, had a game. Like the yeah, guy had a game. Sure. But he's still throwing like small little passes. But um, with someone like T.Y. Hilton in the team, you can do things like that. He looked injured at times and struggled through the game. Sean Watson was his normal confident slash crazy self. Uh, <laughs> disregard for danger. 375 yards, two touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Um, 
The Colts, sorry, the Colts are one free and they lack a rushing game probably more 100%. than any other team in the league right now. Yeah. And it, they are dreadful rushing ball, which is why Andrew Luck, who's coming back from shoulder injury, passed the ball 62 times. It's very worrying. Yeah. My unpopular opinion is that the Colts were right to go for it on fourth down over time. Division game. They're already one and two. They need to win. No point tying. Anyway, mm. let's carry on. Ben, Eagles, Titans. Eagles against the Titans. The Titans all of a sudden are winning games and they're three and one. Kind and Mario looked quite good. Sneaky, I don't know. And he looked all, bad all, good. It's weird. Yeah. And, and this was, again, another overtime game. Mm. Three, I think it was four this week, actually, with Browns Raiders, which we'll talk about later on. Um, but Tennessee win 26-23. Um, and it was, it was a little bit of a two-and-throw game, actually, which made it quite exciting. Lewis is making more noise. Lewis <laughs> is having a show. I love it. You <laughs> naughty producer. <laughs> Um, he's like I want more show I want more show time <laughs> get me, get me show. He, he wanted to be more of a feature um, but this so Corey Davis now looks like a bit more of the Corey Davis I think the Titans were expecting to get Yes, and you draft a wide receiver in the top 10 of a draft you expect or at least in the first round I can't remember exactly where he went I think he might have been top 10 I think he was um, like 6 or 7 yeah but anyway you, you draft a wide receiver mm. it, like, that high up in the draft you expect like quality production definitely and the the game-winning touchdown that he caught was incredible like it was a proper <laughs> just jump ball that he went up and got and there was no way he was getting off that ball mm. um and like this was a game that didn't really get too much time on red zone so it didn't really get too much time to see it but it always felt like the lead changed every time we came to it yeah um like tennessee with three nil up Three it was three zero in the first quarter to Tennessee. Philadelphia scored ten points in the second quarter to put it ten three, and then it was and then they scored seven apiece in the third quarter, and then Tennessee with ten points in the fourth quarter to bring it back. Eagles defense kind of questionable. Yeah, yeah, and and their offense. It looked good that Jeffrey's back. Sorry, Lewis, we're breaking the rules. Uh, so the Dolphins Patriots. So the Patriots beat the Dolphins. The undefeated, well, the <laughs> the once undefeated uh, Dolphins, thirty six, nope, thirty eight, seven. Um, oh, I'm obviously hot on the Dolphins this year. They did not play well, um, and that actually doesn't mean necessarily that the Patriots played great either. Um, it was just both teams. Well, at first as well, both teams didn't look great. Uh, and then we went into the second quarter, and the Patriots scored twenty one points in the second quarter alone. And that just killed wow. the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, and the Dolphins didn't actually James have White. any points on the board until the last play of the game. Um, and then they got some points. Um, but the Patriots responded to a slow start of the season as well. Um, and I think they just showed more quality than uh, Dolphins. Sonny Michelle rushed for 112 yards in the touchdown, while Tom Brady um, threw. So he threw for 274 yards, three touchdowns, but he also threw two interceptions. Uh, he doesn't necessarily look like the Tom Brady we all do know, but their offense doesn't, and that is why that's why he doesn't. I think yeah. I think it'd be harsh to say that it's a gradual decline and things like that because of his age. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was actually taken out at the end of this game. Um, I don't think it's because he was playing badly necessarily. I think it's just like he is coming back from a terrible injury which he missed the season. Um, so I think they're just taking it easy of him. Brock Osweiler goes in. I'd be surprised if it was a tactical thing anyway. He's a well, starting quarterback it, it, it who's come back It wasn't this year. tactical. It was just, a, okay, we've lost this game. There's no yeah, one yeah, coming yeah. back. Give That's Gronk what I'm saying. It wasn't a tactical right. thing. Yeah, it, was yeah. a, it was a, we're protecting him from injury. Uh, and then Gronk also left the game in the third quarter and didn't return, which is not good for the Patriots. Uh, they have the messiest, most weird offense in the world at the moment. It's yeah. not nice Edelman's to look at. coming back and Sonny Michelle looked good. Yeah, he did look good. 
So Ben, you uh, have the Jets, Jets and the Jaguars. Jaguars. This was a game where the Jaguars defense just kind of said, right, we're going to show everyone why we are the Jaguars defense. Mm. Um, got themselves a safety, only allowed what was it, 178 yards um, to the Jets. They could have had three interceptions. We had one pick that they had that was called back for a holding penalty. Um, AJ mm. Boyer and Jalen Ramsey both dropped picks. Um, and they were just all over the Jets. They couldn't get anything going. Um, Who looks so average right now? Sorry? Darnold's getting worse and worse. Yeah, I think he's kind of... It's what you would expect, I think, to an extent, mm. of a rookie quarterback who mechanically... Like his mechanics are great. And he, he one of the foundations of his success was he was in college with these kind of off-platform, unscripted plays where he would scramble a bit like Aaron Rodgers and then toss an incredible-looking touchdown. And that is significantly harder to do in the NFL. And it, he, he hasn't really been given the protection I think you'd want to give a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. His offensive line hasn't been amazing. Yeah. Their running game has kind of been okay, but it's not really been enough to, like... They haven't got the yardage out of it. They've got touchdowns from people like Corral, but they haven't been able to like impose their will. Um, on a team, and and the defense outside of the one game against Alliance has not been good either. No, and they're giving up plays. And the the big takeaway for me was how much Blake Bortles seems to hate Keelan Cole, <laughs> and I'm going to be bitter about this for a long time. <laughs> where he gives Dante Moncrief and um, and Didi Westbrook hundred yard games, and gives Keelan Cole eighteen yards or something stupid. That is mainly because Ben's bet about Cole being better than Westbrook against me. Um, oh, yeah. So he's just bitter. Yeah. Oh, I'm very bitter. However, I am happy for Jordan Leggett, Clemson tight end, who caught a touchdown. Nice. Uh, so the Chargers against the 49ers, Chargers win 29 27. Made it hard for themselves again because they have one of the worst special teams in the league. Uh, apparently, one of the worst kickers in the league. Now I, know. As well. I swear Kick all the kickers are terrible at the moment. <laughs> uh, the Chargers moved 2 and 2, while the 49ers dropped to 1 and 3. Uh, Rivers threw for 250 yards and three touchdowns. His passing touchdowns were to Gordon, Eckler, and Gates, uh, which leads me to think that Keenan Gick. Allen has done something personal to Philip yeah. Rivers because it, <laughs> he's insulted one of his 1,000 children. It is, yeah. And it, I, I, yeah. It's just bizarre that Allen had a year last year and he's just very, very slow starting this year. Well, but, he was slow starting last year as well. It was only the second yeah, half true. of the season. Then he went off. I'm praying that Allen kicks off. He's on his fantasy team. Uh, the 49ers, this is their first game about Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, but Befford actually played pretty well. He was all right. He, he, he was good last year as well when he was in there for times. So, like, they had limited offense last year. Yeah. Uh, and he's not a terrible quarterback by any means. And I, I actually quite like the guy. I think he does all right. Um, he came in and played okay, like I said. Um, but the amazing number one wide receiver, Marquis Goodwin, uh, had two receptions for 24 yards. So really, both he left these, the game with an injury, Ian. Which is my point about him being fragile and not a very good wide receiver one. Yeah, this is the second he time we've had talk. He did make this point. So he keeps leaving games of injuries, Ben. <laughs> ben, the Giants and Saints. So the Saints win 33-18 in a game where Drew Brees doesn't throw a touchdown. I don't think that has ever happened to the Saints, ever. <laughs> Where they score 30-plus points without a single touchdown from Drew Brees. Because Alvin Kamara just went nuts. He's a very fast man. Um, three second-half touchdowns. His last touchdown was a 49-yard run with like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Mm. Giants just kind of gave up. And the Saints' defense, as terrible as they've been up until this point, actually kind of stepped up against the Giants. And we saw the Giants, who offensively have been pretty pretty poor up until last week where they stepped up took a step back mm. um and just just a game where the saints kind of looked a bit more like the saints of last year yeah where we saw 
solid defense and success built more in a ground game than it was through the air. And as a Drew Brees fantasy owner, it makes me upset. But um, as a fan of Alan Kamara and hopefully of Mark Ingram coming back, it's good news. Um, Will Lutz hit four field goals. Um, yeah, and again, another one of those games where because it was a lot on the ground, there weren't really tons of highlights. And so you don't get too many of the the big plays. And even the Giants touchdown was like a two-yard run. And so yeah. there wasn't too much to get excited about properly um, from a... Uh, from a fantasy perspective and from a red zone perspective. But uh, Saints moved to 3-1, and one, Giants down to 1-3, and three, um, which is not good for them. For a lot of people who expected them to bounce back, they haven't. <laughs> no, their offensive line still looks bad. Um, yeah, for sure. So I have the Browns at the Raiders. How exciting. So the Raiders won in overtime again. So Ooh. another overtime game. Um, oh, man, okay. So... The score of this game would you would indicate okay the Browns did really well on offense so forty two they lost so forty five forty two they lost uh, but they put up forty two points but really the, one of the main reasons for me they lost this game was their offense they loved to turn the ball over in ter- so I was playing the uh, Cleveland D in my fantasy team and twice the uh, Browns turned the ball over in their own territory and the Raiders went and within three plays had a touchdown so they were putting themselves on the back foot so even though the offense were putting up the points they were they were also sort of like shooting themselves on the foot and letting the um, Raiders get points back um, the Raiders actually looked quite good to be fair Derek Carr had two interceptions I think it was but he threw the ball very well uh, but again, though, the Browns had a terrible call, which this was when I was watching last night, that they sacked like Derek Carr, ball came out, looked like a fumble. They picked up the ball call. and they were just about to run for a pick six again. My D on, the, on my fantasy yeah. team was loving it. Uh, and the refs just blew it dead and said that for some rule reasons that he wasn't throwing the ball forwards. There were like three terrible calls in that game. We yeah. saw the one with Marshawn Lynch who looked to break a run outside. Yeah. Kind of got half tackled and then broke, broke out of tackle yeah. and was clear up the sideline for a touchdown and the referees called him dead and forward progress. There was that fumble and then there was a roughing the passer um, penalty where neither player hit the ground. They both literally stayed stood up, yeah. kind of bounced off each other and they called roughing the passer. Mm. Everything makes no sense. Isn't it good? But the Browns find it really hard to win games. Um, yeah. but putting up 42, 42 points is great they just like Mayfield obviously rookie first start they just need to like a few things just need tweaking and that'd be great it's true uh, Seahawks Cardinals Ugh. I have zero desire to say anything positive yeah. at all about there this game there are a few games like this <laughs> like the, the, right now these are probably two of the least exciting teams to watch mm. Cardinals go 0-4 um, and they deserve to be 0-4 because they've been awful um the only bright spot for them is that Josh Rosen, the box score doesn't look pretty. His stats don't look very good, but he had a lot of drop passes and a lot of receivers is kind of ruining his day for him. He actually looked kind of okay. Um, the Seahawks, yeah, Earl Thomas broke his leg, so he's yeah, gone. That's good. And especially um, that's the reason he hasn't been training. And oh. yeah, and and so for a defense that was already pretty bad to then lose Earl Thomas is not good. No, um, and Russell Wilson. He, he's doing the best he can with a depleted wide receiver core. They got Doug Baldwin back, which is good for them. They go but two and two, no though. offensive line. They're two and two. Somehow they're still kind of, at least in terms of their record, vaguely competitive. But just as a game, you're just kind of like, ugh. Yeah, no, I agree. Been, like, at least once a week, there's been that one game. Last week it was Titans-Jags. We just kind of like, nothing really felt like it happened. This game makes 90 seconds feel long. 
That's what I'd say. Yeah. That's probably the best <laughs> review. Yeah, that'd be going ninety poster. seconds a segment. Well, well Wiggins, no. you know, no. Just... Chad Williams catching a touchdown. Nobody cares, except Three. for Chad Williams and his parents. Yeah, it's time. And his family. <laughs> uh, so the Ravens versus the Steelers Sunday Night Football. Uh, this is probably one of the biggest. So this is for you, Lewis. This is probably in the top three biggest rivalries in the NFL. Um, so the Ravens travelled to Pittsburgh and beat them twenty six fourteen. Uh, Joe Flacco, can I just say something right now is looking pretty elite. He is looking elite. good. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast earlier and they said he, he'd be in the top 10 picks at the moment for MVP, which is the most, most valuable player. Uh, he's looking good. He's looking very good. Okay. So he threw for 363 yards, which is the most he's ever thrown against Steelers. Uh, two touchdowns. And again, he's just leading the Ravens very well at the moment. Um, Steelers are struggling. They put up 47 offensive yards in the second half. Um, which is terrible. The Ravens went up to uh, off to a 14-0 lead, uh, and then just before half time, um, the Steelers brought it back to 14-0, and then the Ravens just field goaled it basically to victory in the second half. Which, when you have a player like Justin Tucker, just allows you to, to have yeah. that flexibility. Anything with him, 50 yards is automatic. Oh yeah, um, the the Ravens are like. I was listening to something again and they're saying extremely balanced team on yeah. offense, defense, special teams. They're looking good. With the Bengals, I think they are two in the AFC North. They look very good. You can't count discount the Steelers. People are like jumping on the bandwagon. Steelers are terrible. Steelers are terrible. They always will be in and around the challenge in the AFC they, North. They should have too much talent. They're a great team and they never... They're never too far away. Um, they're talking about trading away Bell now, which will yep. be interesting. See what they can get for him in anyway. anyway. Uh, but yeah, big win for the Ravens. And it really does actually stay. Like It's a bit of a, we're here. We're here to stay. Yeah, for sure. So as of right now, the Steelers are bottom of the AFC North. Yeah, it's mad. Behind the Browns, the Ravens and the Bengals. And it's now two weeks in a row for Pittsburgh where they've scored zero points in the second half. Ooh, the Raven, yeah, that's bad. The Ravens have um, the Browns next week as well, which will be a really interesting game. That'll be a great game. Um, but the Bengals are top of that division at the moment because they beat the Ravens. So, because head-to-head in divisions is important. That's something else. Yeah, absolutely. So it goes down to that. Um, so uh, the Monday night game is the Chiefs and Broncos. Uh, so I put predictions. Just a quick prediction. Um, I'm excited for what should be another shootout. I'm uh, yeah. I'm. My person I'm playing fancy. So we're transitioning <laughs> into our fancy forecast, okay? Uh, the person I'm playing is about, I think, something like 12 and a half points behind me on fancy. And he has Emmanuel Sanders playing. And Keenan Allen is just... A, um, I always do that. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. <laughs> I do that every time. Case Keenum is a type of quarterback who just makes wide receivers... They, they just get receptions. Look at him at Vi- when he was at the Vikings. Like His wide receivers, they were extremely good under him. Yeah, I'll be surprised if he gets under 10 points. The, the Chiefs defense is very, very bad. I'm just hoping um, they put full on him. That'd be my, that's the best case scenario for me. Yeah, even, even then, that's just constantly. <laughs> just, I might phone them up. Uh, so we're going on to our fancy forecast now um, where we look ahead at week five. So this is an ever-changing segment because we're trying to find its best shape. Okay, so now we're going to be looking ahead at week five. Uh, so Ben has some be warned and some pickups. Um, so obviously the Bears and Bucks um, are on by for week five. And yes. so you're going to want to be aware of that if you own people like Jordan Howard and Jameis Winston and whatever else. And yeah. Kind of the Bucks wide receivers. Um, and so if you're looking at waiver wire pickups, um, people to look out for Blake Bortles um, for the Jags, who obviously is, you know, he's Blake Bortles, but he does go up against the Chiefs. Um, next week in what could be like it's in a minute it'll be the Chiefs offense against the Jags defense mm-hmm. but Blake Bortles against the Chiefs defense 
should be a, res- a recipe for some success. Um, you've also got Alex Smith coming back off the bye week for Washington against New Orleans. Mm. Um, and if yeah, their people defense, would have dropped him. sorry, people would have dropped him absolutely before. because of the bye week. Yeah. Um, and so you can probably pick him back up. Um, uh, as I said, up against the Saints and a defense, with the exception of that Giants game, haven't been good. So that could be a recipe for success for him. Um, at the running back position, TJ Yeldon, if Fournette continues to oh. miss time and miss games, we're not happy with Leonard Fournette. <laughs> He's, he keeps he keeps not playing and not giving points. Which... Oh, <laughs> flipping it! I can't even tell you. I, I'm going to get into a bit of fantasy chat in a second. Okay, we'll keep going. Keep going. Great. So TJ Yeldon, if Fournette keeps missing time, um, and Frank Gore for the Dolphins. Kenyon Drake has looked very not good. Yeah, I know. Like, I think really last week I asked good. you like, where was he? he? Only got a point, and then this week it was like. Where, where did he go again? <laughs> he has not had two, a good two um, weeks. Frank Gore, like there, there is a there is a thing in the NFL like this veteran deference where they love like honoring veteran players saying right you go and get this like let's throw Antonio Gates a touchdown every mm-hmm. other game because why not? Um, and the Dolphins are doing that with Gore, but Gore actually looks good. The Dolphins have did not look good at all yesterday. So that's no. like the, the, he, Gore had eleven carries. Um, Drake had three for three yards. Yeah, what's happening? Um, wide receiver, uh, a couple of young guys. So Christian Kirk for the Cardinals um, looks to be developing a level of rapport with Josh Rosen, which is good news. Um, and on a similar note, Rashad Higgins for the Browns. Mm. Obviously, they've got Jarvis Landry, they've got Antonio Callaway. Um, but one of the things that was quite noticeable, uh, notable, sorry, um, for the Browns is that Baker Mayfield and Rashad Higgins spent a lot of time together over the offseason, kind of getting used to each other um, and throwing each other a lot of balls, which is good. Um, and then finally, at the tight end, you've got Tyler Croft, who was the natural pickup to replace Tyler Eifert for the Bengals. And he Rest was good last Tyler year Eifert. as well. Like Croft he was, was quite good last year. He I, stepped up. I played him in a few games. He was kind of similar-ish to Cameron Bray and that you could kind of depend on a certain number of catches and every now and then a touchdown. And he will give you a few like two weeks as well. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. risky. So it's like zero points. <laughs> um, and then, but that's the nature of tight ends in fantasy. Oh my goodness. Um, and then Vance McDonald for the Steelers um, who had a big game last week had a sexy stiff arm. Like... <laughs> it, uh, anyway, Vance McDonald looks to be the number one tight end for the Steelers, which theoretically should be a good place to be based on the way their offense should. As long look. as they pass for more than 47 yards in the second half. Yeah, that would be great. Antonio Brown, please. So um, in our league, uh, our show league, we um, have lost. Yep, because we had Leonard Fournette and OJ Howard. <laughs> OJ Howard went out and zero points. had not one reception for not one yard. And Fournette had a couple carries. He had like 11 carries pretty quickly as well. So I weren't putting him in there slowly. I mean, he, he no, he started off. 11 carries for like, 26 yeah. yards. So, and then It was 30 in the end. Yeah. yeah, and then he went out and it was like, oh. Uh, so we had him in our Flea Flicker League, which we lost. Yep. Uh, and then I had... I, so does this, that mean we're out? No, 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 no. Oh, I was going to say. We're, we're now... <laughs> Quick. not received 200 emails for you to go after. <laughs> 300. We, we went... We're three and one now. Yes. So we're doing very well. Which is still well. good. We'll be in the top sort of five. Oh, okay. We're doing well. It's still good. Um, and then in our... Just lost this yeah, particular... Yeah. Uh, and in our sort of like mates league, our home league, we... Uh, again, this sort of happened... Not on purpose. I was playing Howard in Fournette, which doesn't seem silly, but it seemed like I was putting a lot of my eggs in one basket, like I did with David Johnson David for John. my season predictions, <laughs> um, who definitely won't be MVP and give me all my predictions. Anyway, I believe it. Let's, um, make, let's make it happen. I had OJ Howard and Fournette 
yeah, by half time, they're both out and I'm there just thinking, oh, I'm done here. Um, and then I had some players come and do some good things for me. Um, but this is, this is an issue, Ben. That I have <laughs> Dalvin Cook, which I, during the show, have had a notification saying is feeling his hamstring from when he injured it last week. Great. I have Fournette, who has missed multiple weeks with his hamstring injury, comes back, leaves the game, doesn't come back because of the hamstring injury. Great. I have Joe Mixon, okay, who is currently had, has just had an operation on his knee to take out a chunk, is training, but still only partially at the moment. Okay. On paper, your team is amazing. It is amazing. In theory, right now, like in, in actual practice, I have this week I had Adrian Peterson on by. I had these three injury disasters. I had Tevin Coleman with the potential of Devontae Freeman come back, didn't in the end. And yeah. Carryon Johnson, who's just terrifying to play because he's on the edge of being great, but yeah, not yeah. great yet. Um, and going forwards, I do not know what to do with Fournette and Cook. Hamstring injury, there'll be this is a one injury, honestly. Mixon doesn't worry me. It's a procedure which they're confident about. They give it a time scale. A hamstring yeah. is something that can drag on for ages and ages and ages. And with Doug Martin, two years ago, when I had my worst fantasy <laughs> season ever, I had my worst fantasy season ever. And the reason is, is Doug, Doug Martin had a hamstring injury, which they said every week that he would be potentially, potentially, potentially. Anyway, it went on for eight, nine, ten weeks. I didn't do waiver pickups because I was holding that bench spot. I was constantly thinking he's going to come back and be good. And honestly, it ruined my season. You're not thinking about dropping Fournette? Not dropping, but I'm, I'm seriously considering trading him away. And Alvin Cook. What are you going to get Both of them, him, though? Like, honestly, I think that's your problem. Yeah, it's true. I'm trying to flog a dead horse. But <laughs> it, the, the issue is right now, I, did, it's, I, I just want to cry. <laughs> you want to cry. <laughs> Mixon's oh. going to come back and be great. Uh, yeah. And then I've got Adrian Peterson. Cook could come back, but the hamstring injury, I just don't like hamstring injuries. Yeah, they they, they nag and, and they just drag on. You're they right. rested Fournette for two weeks, didn't play him, didn't, and they're so careful. And then he's gone out again and I say, oh my goodness, I can't part with this. Flipping the heck, Leonard. I, I have both Freeman and Mixon in one league as well. Yeah. It doesn't do me any good. And and this week in the league that we're both in, I everything that could go against me kind of went against me. Yeah. Like, yeah, it did. And so in like... I had, I had George Kittle at tight end, which was great. Um, and I had Melvin Gordon, and then that was it. Mm. Like, in terms of people who actually did stuff, again, similar to you, not necessarily with injuries, but just in terms of performance. Mm. On paper, my team should be incredible. Mm. Drew Brees, Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen, and Tony Brown. This is an eight-man league, so it's obviously you can kind of build teams like that. And yet somehow I'm one and three. Mm. And I don't understand it. I know, and if I'm not two and, and two after tonight, I'll be very shocked. Yeah, and so and this week I went up against Deshaun Watson, who scored 31 points. I went up against Zeke, who scored 31 points. And then the the most annoying and the single most pointless aspect of the entire freaking weekend. <laughs> okay, I need to talk about this because I'm still so bitter about it. It made no difference to the overall result. None whatsoever, because I would have still lost if this didn't happen. But the flipping Falcons, okay... They're losing by like a point, maybe two points in the Bengals game in overtime. They have yeah. one last play on a Hail Mary. Matt Ryan throws it, doesn't go anywhere near the end zone. There's one second it's, left, by the way. There's one, like, there's... one second left on the clock. They've got this one play. Matt Ryan throws a 60-yard pass to Julio Jones, Who's who I was playing against. Who's still 20 yards away from so, him. So ju- like... Just to make me feel even worse about myself, Matt Ryan throws a garbage time, nothing pass, 20 yards short of the end zone. So it didn't even matter to the one player I did not want him to throw it to. Fancy football, Lewis. <laughs> I can see in your eyes. That's we, the thing with fancy, though. There's, there's something about it which 
is like you, for the week you you literally do work hard. It sounds stupid. You don't work hard, but you do work you, you hard. You put a lot of emotional effort into and, it, and a lot of time reading and predicting and trying in your head trying to work out what's going to happen. Josh Cook. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just praise about it. And you, you, so you put all this effort in during the week. It's not like English fans football. It's a little bit more hands off. You just pick a team. You, you're literally like tr- trading. You're be. picking up players, and then you get to Sunday, and when it just doesn't, you're, you're an hour and a half in, and you're just thinking, "This isn't going for me tonight." Or now I have two players injured, or I have twenty points, and my opponent has and one hundred and twenty. And moment. it happens so often when you, you build a team that, as we, as we both say, kind of on paper mm. should be incredible, based on all of the analysis that you can do and all of the strategy you can put to it, should be incredible. And it gets to a Sunday, and it's just a complete crapshoot. Mm. It's, it's it's dumb luck. Like yeah. there's a level of like prep you can do. Me like I feel confident that this is going to happen. This should happen, and then it just doesn't. Yeah, and, and you have to be like opposite this. to a stiff arm. <laughs> a limp leg. A sexy farm, no, a very limp leg. Very limp leg. <laughs> and so in across all six of the leagues that I'm in, I went one and five this weekend. Ouch, Ben. Yeah. I'm, I'm upset we, we lost I'm our upset league. at you, Ben, because I would not expect that from you. I don't expect it from me. I know. But wow. then I think I'm underrated everywhere, but it doesn't matter. I don't mind. <laughs> I wasn't going to go as far to say as I would expect it from Ian, but... See, Ian can't say that because he's like, oh, I'm underrated. I only won the championship two of the last three years and I never, ever talk about it ever. No, I talk about it because I have to because what I'm saying is that no one else values the the powerhouse that I am. (laughs) Powerhouse. Learning with Lewis. (laughs) Mm. So, Lewis, we need a starting quarterback from two more divisions. Two more divisions. I see that you've only just put your notes on the floor. Well, I've just shown that there's nothing going on. Mm, yes. After studying this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> which, is why, why, which is why the sound <laughs> bites have been terrible. <laughs> yes. He's <laughs> just been distracted, just pressing buttons. Oh, pressing. Oh, no. oh, I've been reading. Oh, oh, yeah, buttons. Oh. So, we'll get that sorted. Go. So, what divisions are you doing? Uh, NFC West. Yep. Then that'll be the whole of the NFC. Well done. And then the AFC. Then the AFC North. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. So... NFC... What do I feel like we've done the AFC North already? We have not. We have not. I've done the... He's As in like, why well, you said Joe Flacco. Well, yes, Ravens. because at the very first week, remember I just gave about six or seven randoms yeah. and then we decided... Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It was definitely four. Yeah. Ooh. Revisionist history over there. <laughs> NFC West. <laughs> NFC West. Um, so Seahawks, Russell Wilson. Yep. Um, the Cardinals... <laughs> it's been one of those shows. It's been... I love these gaps. <laughs> yeah, these are great. We'll come back to the Cardinals. Oh, will we now? It's the, a difficult one. The Rams is Jared Goff. Yep. Now, the 49ers, I had got this in my mind already as um, Jared Garoppolo. Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you don't get Jimmy, points for Jimmy that. Jimmy, it's Jared Goff, and then and Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo, who got Garoppolo last Garoppolo. week, and they brought in Beat Beat Hart. Yes, Beat Hart. CJ Bethard. Yeah. Oh, Bethard. Yeah, but if you look at it, it does say like Beat Hart. Beat Hart or whatever. Beat Hart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Oh, this is a messy. Annoying. This is the messiest division we've Sam had for Yes. Okay. But he got dropped, and it's actually Josh Rosen. Oh, that is annoying. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we, I'm going to give you a D for that division. 
That mm. it felt it felt you know. You only got one name actually correct. Jared so. Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. AFC North. AFC North. So Ravens. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Great. Fantastico. I love you, Lewis. Um Steelers. Ben. Roethlisberger. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I would. I would have ruined that name if I had to read that for the first time and say it. I would have ruined it. Then the Bengals is Andy Dalton. Yeah. And the. It's going Bra- hard. Cause... Is it Browns? Yeah. yeah. Browns is Tyrod Taylor. Oh, it's not anymore, is it? Not anymore. No, it's now Baker uh, Mayfield. <laughs> I feel sorry for you, Lewis, because you've got to be really in the loop because things they change. Are changing. They change quick. Oh. Uh, all of those changed as of last week. So yeah, so, and <laughs> you are unlucky because that day changed last week. What I'm going to say though is that you actually, you, I love the dedication of you going away and actually learning this. <laughs> like he's a friend who I asked to be introduced in the show. He doesn't care, but he's, no. he's spending time drawing <laughs> logos and learning, <laughs> drawing logos, and learning yes. names. So I have to link things. So the Steelers and yeah. Roethlisberger. Yeah. Do you know how I done that? Okay, how? The Hamburglar. What? What? What's because he steals and he's a <laughs> and he's a hamburglar. Oh gosh. It's like looking into like when they do like a documentary about a murderer and they like they do like a okay let's just talk about his character. It's like he once said something. This is how he thinks. He thinks like this. That, like the weirdest it. word association is like there's an episode of the American version of The Office where it's like my the Steve Carell who plays the character is like oh yes I've like device this incredible mnemonic device for remembering people's names you are pregnant you are knocked up k for karen <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i'm quite that bad it was, close. was pretty scary yeah <laughs> i'm i'm, Do you not think I'm very tempted to actually leave my house immediately <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm awful at remembering names who i'm doing well right oh. to be fair that was that was a good effort for the um afc north um Good. So we have three more divisions to go and plenty more of entertainment. Let's do all three in one show. Absolutely. Three in one show. Get, yeah. Smash them out. I feel like what we then need to do is maybe ask him relative, like do almost like a quiz each week for a bit to get some like up-to-date Weekly news. Weekly stats. Yeah. See if you can mm. keep track of... Like, uh, it feels like we're slowing you down almost. We need to bring you on the journey so you learn through the journey. I mean, I, I am learning bits as you go, go along, but I, yeah. What's the most recent thing you feel like you've learned from the show? Just in general, like not a specific thing, but maybe like, oh, I've learned more just about this or how much fancy hurts me and Ben more than it should. Yeah, I mean, fantasy, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to next year be do a fancy team. Okay, well, like, we've gone. Because we can, we can, <laughs> I was quite offended when this year you were like, no, just no chance. But, but now I'm, you're now looking... I can see why. Yeah, because you'd been playing... You'd been like looking for Jared Garoppolo for ages and like, well, I can't even find this player. I heard he's good. He would be the one that drafts Chris Gronkowski as the fullback <laughs> instead of yeah. the tight end. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> we will get you in a fantasy league next year. It'd be quite fun to find one for him. For like, you yeah. know, like it's beginners not... or like... <laughs> Be- producers. <Or> children. <laughs> children. <laughs> children. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah. So I would pay so much money to watch just a live stream of that. <laughs> that just was, that draft. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and what you get out drafted by eleven Six children? <laughs> American kids. Uh, so that was learning of Lewis, which was ever entertaining. Uh, so get involved on social media at Englishman's NFL. Subscribe to both the podcast and the video show. Um, anything else to say? As in, you know, any 
you're normally quite good at saying, oh, you need to say this or say that. Yeah, I just think, just also, if you like it, just share it with other people. Come on, Lewis. You're, I'm going to pass it to you for some sort of like tidbit every week. Okay. You can keep repeating the same similar ones, like Tidbit. review us or do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe don't yeah. review us yet. We still haven't had our 10 show review ourselves. <laughs> ben, anything you'd like to say? Um, I am still angry at Blake Bortles. He's ruining my life. Um, okay, I'm going to have a week of revision and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win next week in my fantasy league. I have to. Um, and hoping, I'm hoping a miracle happens tonight. But if not, have a great week, everybody. Lewis, have yes. a great week. And Thanks for you. coming in a suit today. Well, I'm a bit annoyed <laughs> that you said come in a suit and you two haven't. Ben, <laughs> have a great week. And, and we'll you. see you all and next everyone. week or you will listen to us next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ta-ta.